Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What? What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Oh, happy people. Happy people. They are definitely happy people. Good morning. Buddy Sloak here with you. Any man right here uh, from the MCEF studios. Uh, we're going to do two hours of taking care of your house and doing all the things that are necessary to uh, bring it up to date. And uh, you, you're welcome to text us anytime on our C Spire text line at 601 879 Four three nine five, or you can call us at eight 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 zero eight eighty six thirty seven. That's our Super Talk call in line, and uh, we'll be happy to take that. We've got uh, Daniel's on the other side of the glass. Good morning, Daniel. Morning, buddy. How you doing, man? I, you know, I had no idea that it was going to rain like it did when I came up here. I mean, I, I it said a little bit of rain. When I came in, I didn't have my rain gear with me, so I was I got soaked. <laughs> well, I mean, when I left my house this morning. It wasn't raining at first, but then, like, as soon as I got in my car, I was like, it's starting to rain. I need to grow, grab my raincoat before I leave the house. Yeah. So I got my Mississippi State raincoat with me. Well, that's good, man. I, I, don't, I don't have my rain gear with me, so my raincoat's hanging on at the house. And I got, I'm telling you, it's, it was wet out there. Um, and speaking about the text line you said earlier, um, we I actually got a text message for you uh-huh. about a couple hours ago. Um this guy, his name is Timothy, and he's from Cleveland. He said, uh, Mr. Handyman, um, I was wondering if you could recommend a cleaner for my house. It's mainly a brick. However, it gabbles and eaves are vile. I'm looking for something that will work both on both. Thanks, and have a great day, and stay cool. Hey, Timothy, thank you for the text. I appreciate it very much. And I, I, I think on your type situation... There's two ways you can do it. There's a product called Joe Max on the market that you can buy at any paint store or any hardware store. You can even buy it in big box home centers or lumberyards. Uh, and Joe Max is a concentrate, and you make a solution out of it in a garden sprayer, and you spray it on and, and just let it sit for a while. Uh, I wouldn't do it in 100 degree weather because it's not it's going to dry so quickly. So you wait till it's a little cooler. And once it sits for a while, it by itself will remove the mildew, the dirt, and the mold. Uh, and, and then you just hose it off with a garden hose. And you do that really well. I mean, it needs to be totally, totally rinsed off. I recommend also my own solution, a solution that we've been using for years that works so very well, and that's making up your own. Instead of buying Joe Max, you take like a quart of chlorine, ble- just regular bleach, household bleach, and a cup of TSP, trisodium phosphate, and you put that in a garden sprayer, fill it with water, uh, and then and once it's mixed up really well, spray that on the solution, either on brick and or vinyl soffits and fascias and gables and all that, and it will work. It will, and, and one of those two things will work not only in cleaning your house 
and not only removing the mildew, but both either Joe Max or the formula I just suggested will go in and eat the spores that you cannot see, by the way, uh, and therefore you won't have mildew coming back as quickly. Uh, I'm not going to say it won't come back because we live in a state where it's very humid outside and therefore we are you know mildews in the air mildews everywhere uh everywhere and it gets on everything so sooner or later you're going to have to do that probably you know i do it on my house i do it twice a year because what i have basically is a brick home uh which really doesn't get too dirty because it's not painted uh and then after that the front is a facade of uh it is masonite siding because it was built in that era where masonite siding was a big deal where they're not even i don't even think you can buy it anymore and if you can you can't buy every pattern that was definitely put out at that point in time uh so masonite siding is an okay siding if i had to rate it i would I would put it kind of in the bottom half of I think today there's much better siding available like a like a any kind of hardy plank or hardy plank is a brand name but it's basically a fiber cement board or smart siding which is a siding that's just a conglomerate of a whole bunch of wood chips and epoxies all milled together souped together and formed into siding shapes um but that's the best way to clean that, Timothy, and I hope that helps you out a great deal. But I can't overemphasize rinsing, how important that is. Before you use the solution and spray it on your home, on your brick and your fascia, or soffit and gable and all that, uh, you need to really rinse the, the plant work and the ground just totally so that when the solution falls on that, it'll fall on the water, and then you rinse it. Not only you, when it's done, you rinse the house completely, and then you also rinse your flowers and your shrubs and your grass to make sure that none of the solution stays on there. And it works really well. And I appreciate your text. Uh, boy, that was a long, that was a long-winded answer, huh? <laughs> I think it's one of your most answered texts ever. Yeah. Well, we get a lot of questions about uh, how do you how do you clean a house, cleaning a house, and and that's something we work on a whole lot. But uh, yeah, we've got a good show coming up today um, at ten thirty. We've got Mike Prestige is going to be here, and he's from the Flowood Building Department. We're going to talk about building permits and and. Uh, I can't emphasize enough how important they really are and the changes that may be coming our way. And every municipality has kind of a, a, a own little take on their form of building permits, as far as I know. Now, they go by a standard, and most of the standards are in place, but... We'll talk to Mike about that a little bit when he gets here. And we also go to 1130. We're going to have uh, uh, Jerry Clark's going to be on board with Clark Construction. So we'll talk about that point and time. But we've been talking for the past number of weeks about hand tools and how important they are. And I think we've gone through most of the hand tools. And if I've missed any and I haven't talked about them, please text me and say, hey, talk about this hand tool. And we will. But Last week, we were talking a little bit about power um, drills and how important they are. And I think that probably the second most popular hand tool would be a circular saw. And circular saws, saws today are just tremendous. Uh, the, the seven and a quarter inch size is really the standard, but they're also making a four and a quarter inch, which 
I'm telling you, it's a great, great tool, a four and a quarter inch tool is, because you can do a lot, as almost as much with it as you can with a seven and a quarter circular saw. These circular saws are available in either the plug-in type and or uh, battery-operated type. Uh, for around the house, my thinking is the plug-in type works so well because it's always there and always available when you need it, whereas the uh, the battery operated ones are great for on the job type working where you have to don't where you're not going to worry about cords coming in and around and not worrying about anything and what most professionals do will have a battery that runs their material runs this saw and they'll also have a battery on the charger and once they use up the battery on the saw they change it out and put the one uh, older one back on the charger and that works pretty well but either way both are good quality uh, pieces of equipment and I really do recommend that you buy a brand name in anything that you do but circular saws are, are very very good uh, now we just need a standard one for home use we don't need what's called a worm drive a worm drive is a it's like a circular saw on steroids if you will it's like it's it's it does it's more powerful it, it, and a lot of builders and a lot of people working in the construction industry will w use a worm drive saw. Uh, and it, it's, it's, like I said, it's more powerful. Most of us just need a good brand name circular saw. And then <clears throat> we've got to be careful using it because it can be relatively dangerous. You should always wear, like, goggles to protect your eyes because saws have this tendency to want to kick up whatever they're cutting through. And mostly they're used like a circular saw for cutting off lumber uh, or uh, cutting off pieces of plywood. And they come with many different blades. You can get any kind of blade for it. But most people will have like a 24-point a uh, blade that is a, a carbide tip. 24-point blade, which does most of the cutoff for most of the saws. And when it's relatively new, it'll do a pretty clean job in cutting off plywood. However, plywood is better cut with a 60-point saw uh, blade, which works a whole lot better. It, it gives you a nice, clean, clean cut, uh, and it really does a great job on that. As well as that, there are abrasive blades that are available, blades that will cut through uh, plastics and blades that will cut through metal and blades that will cut through also concrete but most of us aren't now going to be doing that with our circular saw we're mostly going to be using it to cut off uh, wood of some type or other but uh, and another thing that's important with any type of circular saw is like what I call a framing square or a speed square it's a triangular type square it's not very big it's probably Oh, I would say probably 12 inches by 12 inches by then across the top. Uh, but it has where it can actually draw a straight line on material. And then it'll also act as a guide for your saw as you, you can put it up to right to where your line is drawn. And always when you're cutting material, cut on the... Uh, the side that you're not going to use, you cut on that line, you cut on that side of the, the pencil line that you've drawn across, or whatever line you've drawn across the lumber. And if you cut that way, you'll get the length that you need. That's important. And the, the speed square works very well in making 
straight cuts for you. Now, I know some people who work in the industry who can take a circular saw and do a straight cut just freehand. <laughs> just go right ahead and just do it just straight away. Um, and I'm pretty good at it, but I think it's really a good idea to have some sort of guide and a, a speed square is a great guide. They also make uh, guides for uh, longer guides for plywood that will go ag- across the entire length of plywood and actually uh, bind down on it and create a metal edge for the bla- the shoe of the circular saw to actually uh, be on the wood and also lean against the bl- the metal part of the guide and therefore you do a very straight cut across across your plywood having it work so yeah i think a circular saw is probably the second most important thing um and two things to be careful of um uh, whenever you're cutting anything like pressure treated lumber it's not a bad idea to have some sort of dust mask on and then don't burn that material. Uh, bag it up, and it needs to be, you know, done away with. But but don't burn. If you burn it, it's apt to put off a toxic fume, which you don't need. So burning it is is not recommended. Um, but that that's some of the things you can do. So much with a with a circular saw. So much cutting, and um, it, it'll do it'll do a good job for you. So I, I, that works out very well. I hope it will. I hope, I hope you got one. I got one. And, uh, well, I got more than one. Uh, and, but more than that, let's see. Yeah. Oh, Alvin uh, from Brandon texted in a message that says something about kickback. And, yeah, a circular saw will definitely kick back. If you're cutting a straight line and all of a sudden you start going a little off that line and going a little bit crooked, your saw is apt to kick back. And... That is a real danger in any sort of power saw, the kickback on it. That's how a lot of people get hurt, kickback. And I will say this, and I say it probably anytime I talk about power tools, they need you need to pay 100% attention to them when you use them. It's not something you just can use and, 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 and pay a little attention to it as you're cutting and listen to somebody talk, uh, no. Uh, 100% of the time, pay attention to your cut and make sure you're exactly right. The good news is they were making saws for many years, just one-sided. They were basically one type of saw. Now they're making a left-handed skill saw that is uh, uh, easier for a left-handed person to use. and That's also available. Or, or, a, or a circular saw. That's also available, too. So uh, Let's see. Did I, get, I take care of that? Uh, all right. Yeah, I think I didn't. No, I didn't. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's, where's my Where's my thingy? My computer thingy. Uh, there it is. Let's see. If, let's see what this text says. All right. Uh, oops. <laughs> uh, wood planer. He's talking about a wood planer. Yeah. Wow. Um. At any rate, what's this say? Can you see the picture up there? Was it? Uh, yeah, he sent us a couple pictures here. Uh, it's um, so it's basically ceilings, like wood plank ceilings, and uh, one is existing, and I think the other one is uh, non-existing. That's what he said, okay. and those pictures are what he describes, pretty much. Yeah, a lot of people uh, putting wood, any kind of tongue and groove wood or any kind of wood on a ceiling looks great. I mean, 
I've walked into like relatively new houses that have been sheetrocked throughout the entire house, but they have some sort of wood ceiling, whether it's a tongue and groove wood ceiling. I've even walked into a house that had a number two pine, one by 12 pine ceiling up there. It looked great. It looked absolutely fantastic. It added a whole lot of character to the uh, look of the house. So, yeah, uh, wood ceilings can really add a lot to uh, the look of a situation. But uh, you have to be careful because a lot of dust will come down through the joints, so you must have to make sure that there's either a dust barrier or it goes on sheetrock of some type. Okay, so um, I actually looked at this uh, text, and he actually sent us a question. He said, I think this is the right date. Uh, he said, we had a water leak from the second floor bathroom. It was a drywall ceiling. We are covering a downstairs ceiling with the Cypress 1x6 tongue and groove boards. Do you recommend open foam insulation above the ceiling, and what, and what do we need to put over the existing wood planks before we put up the new cypress? Boy, there's a lot of the, a lot of answers there to that question. Um, first, if you've had a leak, you have to make sure that it's totally taken care of and that you don't have any mildew popping up. You don't want that coming through. And, and second of Cypress does make a wonderful ceiling, uh, and I hear some music kicking in the background, but we'll have to get to this after a while. Uh, we've got Mike Prestige coming up uh, from the Flowood Building Department, and we're going to talk about what they're all about. So you stick with us right here on The Handyman Show. Uh, my name is Buddy Sloak. This is from the MCEF Studios, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about MCEF after a while right now. We're going to take a short break. Be right back. Don't go away. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal. The sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us, to the places that pull us, on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Napa, yeah. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-341-8735 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-341-8735. That's 800-341-8735. What do you have to lose? Call 800-341-8735. Again, 800-341-8735. the story goes hey we got stories to tell <laughs> yeah we're going to continue those buddy slowly okay, we do the mcef studios mike prestige and i did say it right prestige that's correct all right mike mike is with the flowwood building department and we're going to talk about building permits and building inspections and just whatever uh mike whatever you think is important but my my first question to you mike would would be or the first statement is that a lot of people just kind of shy away from wanting getting in touch with a building department because they're afraid of what they might require. But in my thinking, that's not how things should be. Before you start any project at all that requires building or adding to your property, uh, or, or even in a commercial situation, I think the best advice you can get is from your local building ins- department. Uh, that is correct. Um, one thing people don't understand is what we want to make it safe. Yeah. We want to keep, you know, and 
even though you might be a little scared to contact the building department, most of the times they're there to help you. They yeah. want to help you do the project right. They want to make sure you follow the codes, but they also want to make sure it's safe. So right. that's the main um, objective of my building department. Well, that basically that's what building codes are all about: is building safely. That's correct. Uh, as a standard, that's rather correct. than just going like I mean, many years ago they were building like all kinds of crazy ways. Uh, I'm talking a lot of years ago, they didn't have any kind of codes to speak of. They were just putting up structures. Mm -hmm. Uh, But by just putting up a structure, not only are you going against code, which is, I I believe, is illegal. uh, Right. uh, It's like, in my thinking, it's like dialing 811. And a lot of people shy away from doing that. But it's the most important thing you can do when you're digging a hole in the ground. You definitely don't want to hit a gas line you, or, or, or fiber optics fiber or anything, optic. anything at all, because you dial an 811 is a free call. It's a free service. And going to your building inspector is kind of a free. They'll sit with you or your building department will sit with you and describe what their requirements are, what, right. what exactly. Because, for instance, I was building a building one time, and it did have a parking lot. And the driveway went over a drainage ditch to enter the parking lot. And my question was, how big should the covered be? I didn't know. Um, and, and I said, well, we could put one in. I said, no, we can't put one in. We better go find out what they right. want. You have to do the calculation to see how much storm water is going to be going through there. Yeah. And we lucky we got a civil engineer at Flowood that handles that. So, I mean, he lo- looks at all the site. Uh, development permits and right which helps me out i don't have to do it i stick to the building so <laughs> <laughs> makes makes life a little easier for you. anything anything to make right. life easier is good but uh, i think i think going to the building department and, and and finding out what's going on is is the most important thing people can do to make sure their building one is built correctly right and then then there'll be periodic inspections and whatnot. And there's two things you need to do that are important. One is, is see your building department. And two, if you're building in a subdivision, you better check the covenants because they may not allow what you want to do. That's correct. I mean, a lot of uh, coveted neighborhoods right. require certain roofs. We actually have a, a commercial area that has covenants on it on what type of buildings in Bell Mead area over there. Right. They they have a covenants on that and it determines what the roof is and what the outside exterior is, whether brick or stone. Mike, I've been around here a long time. Uh, I've been in Mississippi for many years, uh, and I got to tell you, Flowood is like incredibly busy right now. I mean, everywhere you go in Flowood, there's dirt being turned over somewhere. <laughs> I know, and and really, I say we're a young city because I mean. It, We've had a chance to grow in a in a great way. Yeah. The city's, I say young, but I mean it's been around a long time. But, sure. But as far as the new construction on Lakeland Drive, that's pretty new, you know. Oh, it's. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that Dogwood didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I think it started. I'm guessing around 2000. Yeah. I wasn't here, but yeah. I've been in Flowood 15 years, and I try to carry on. You know, yeah. I, I'm, all of my kids live in Florida. They have houses in Florida. They love it. Florida's a great town. It really is. They, they're they're 
annual celebration of the town is a great you know i call it a town because i grew up in areas where, where i grew up in massachusetts they call everything a town up there but Floyd is actually a city it's a wonderful place to yeah. live and it's sure a good place it has a good school system you can end up going to it's really a, a good place to be but um Let's talk a little bit about requirements when you're building. What 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 are some of the requirements that people need to really adhere to and find out? I know there's electrical inspections necessary, and this, you know, like if you're building a a storage shed in the back of your house, do you need a permit? Yeah, um, it depends on the size of it. If it's like a portable. 800, uh, you know, like 10 by 10, yeah. we don't require a permit on that uh, if there's no electrical or anything like that. Right. As long as the covenants, you know, you check where your HOA, make sure the covenants allows you to do it. I just tell them to keep it 10 foot off the setbacks in the rear. Right. But usually if that's a portable building, it can be moved out. But if they're building a stationary, yes, they would need a, you know, if they're pouring a slab and building you know, they would. What I normally do is I have them bring me a set of plans on it and give me an approval letter from the HOA if they're in an HOA. Right. Uh, plans to, for you people to look at a set of plans is probably the most useful thing you can do. And if they're building a larger structure, they need a formal set of plans. But if they're building like a smaller structure, like a, a storage, yeah, it doesn't have to be stamped or anything. No, you can actually draw it out yourself as long as it's to scale or, or looks. That's somewhere. correct. As long as we got something to go by, and we know what you're doing. Yeah, uh, that and sitting there and communicating with a person like yourself uh, will be beneficial for both parties. Yeah, the law requires like anything over five thousand square feet, like in commercial, mm-hmm. to be stamped by an architect or an engineer. Right, right, and pretty much architects and engineers have a pretty good handle on what is required in certain communities. Right. And, Most and architects and engineers know the codes. I get yeah. a few of them call me and ask me, you know, what codes, is there any ordinances or something that they need to sure. follow along with what we're doing? So they can draw the plans up right. correctly. Yeah. Because uh, plan, I like I like plans. I've been messing with plans for a long time. <laughs> and and I try, you know, it, it plans are expensive. Yes. So I try to just redline them, and not make them make give me another set of plans. You know, right. I usually like to redline them, and and I'll put stuff on there that you know that I'm looking for instead of saying no, you're gonna need to put the plans back the way you know bring them in to what we're requiring. You know. Sure. Yeah. So it but, gets expensive. Yeah, really. To get a set of plans done the way you want them done is, uh, uh, well, it's part of the construction expense. That's all there is to it. We've been using, I think, a, as, and you may correct me here, but uh, but I think a 2018 code, uh, as far as building structures are concerned, I think. And you, uh, I believe that's going to change. Well, a lot of municipalities have moved to the 18. Uh-huh. You can't get two code cycles behind. Right now, we're in 2015. We're fixing to move one more code change. I've been looking at the codes. The codes, <laughs> I end up amending a lot of stuff, taking them out. Um, I know in 2015, I had to take out some of the commercial codes. Um, it required storm shelters for churches and schools. To well, fit enough people, so yeah. that's you'd have to build the school underground, you know? right? <laughs> so I amended that out, you know, because most schools are pretty safe. They're mostly block walls and stuff like that. Yes. Churches, 
the same way. Um, yeah. It really isn't feasible to build a storm shelter to fit everybody in it like that. So Correct. I mended yeah. that out and a few other things. It just depends, like fire sprinklers in residential homes. I yes. took that out. They require that was on the code to begin with. It started in two thousand nine. Wow! And it's been taken out. You know, most of the cities take it out. Yeah, I don't. I have. Matter of fact, I can't think of a home I've gone into that had fire sprinklers in the house. Uh-uh. I mean, it's it's very rare. Yeah. I yeah. think it would be a insurance nightmare because kids be hitting the heads with a ball and you'd have a flooded and the insurance ain't going to pay you know that kind of thing let me tell you how many times i replaced a, a globe on a ceiling fan light that my daughter kicked out when she was trying to do her exercises right <laughs> and that's the same thing that would happen with uh, uh with sprinkler, sprinkler heads yeah. yeah it's it, i think it would be a nightmare is uh of course we're looking at climate change and we just are. Let's not talk about the political side of that or any side. Of that. That's just, it's coming our way, and that's happening. Is that going to affect the codes at all? Um, I I don't know if that's going to affect the codes. Um, you know, right in the South, we're not under a snow load, so no. I get that from a lot of architects from the North. Right, wanting to know if they, we need to put up ice shields. I said I don't think so. You yeah. Know. yeah. Um. I guess it very well could be. It could change some codes in the future. In the future. Yeah. I, I think it may could. Uh, I'm not sure about that. That's, yeah. that's hard to tell. It, but right it, now, I don't see it doing it. Well, I can see that the the uh, um, the SEER rating on uh, HVAC or heating and air units is, is increasing every year, it seems like. Uh, they're fixing, uh, I think, come January, they can't sell any more 14 SEER, whether the... Wow. Whether the warehouse have it in stock or not, they can't sell it. And, and actually, a 14-seer unit in the home is pretty darn good. Uh-huh, yeah. It really is. But it, it, you say that's going to be increased? That's Yeah, it's going to 15. Wow. Um, and they're changing. You know, a lot of these manufacturers are changing equipment and refrigerants. Right. I think they make their own. Yeah. They're going back to something I never dreamed of. They're going back to propane-based refrigerants. Yeah. Wow, it's been a lot of talk going on about that. Yeah, I have a uh, an HVAC company, uh, uh, Pack Pure Consultants, on board as one of yeah. my sponsors. Tony Grover. Yeah, yeah, Tony. I'm friends with him. I know Tony really well, and know uh, also Nikki comes on regularly talking about Pack and what they do, right. and we talk a lot about sear ratings and uh, and all that type of thing. And and what I found to be true in that situation is. Most spec homes that are being built will use a lesser expensive unit inside, uh, and then when you get to a custom-type house, you'll find a better brand unit, which, as far as I'm concerned, is just a better investment. It's it's more money, for sure. I've always been in the uh, – I always like to figure out the amount of money I'm going to save yeah. within the lifespan of the equipment, right? If you're get, you know, if you're betting that it's going to last ten years, yeah, and it's going to cost you twenty thousand more dollars to put it in, and it's not, 
you know, you're only going to save 10000 I'd back down a little bit. That's my idea. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't have to go to the top of the heap right? To, to, uh, in every case. Now, there's some cases, yeah, sure, it's been nice to go to the top of the heap, but not in every case. Uh, that's definitely something that people need to take into consideration and look at. And as far while we're talking about heating, but this refers to just any structure at all, is the quality of the installation of whatever product it is. That's correct. It's got to be done up to spec. That's right. And if it's not, then you're not getting the full use of whatever, like for an HVAC system. If it's not put in right and the ductwork isn't sealed properly. Or sized correctly. Or sized correctly. Or you don't have enough return air. You're going to have problems. That's that's correct. And that, that all needs to be, you know, that's that's what codes do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right. That's what codes do. They help you nail those things and, and, and have a better understanding of what they're doing. Uh, if somebody were to, like, remodel their kitchen, uh, at what point should they consider getting a permit to do so? Or, um, or, should, or do they need? Uh, well, I guess it depends on the, the depth of construction that they're going to do. I mean, if they're going to be tearing out walls, yeah, they're going to need to get a permit. If they're just going to be painting and flooring and that type thing, we we usually don't require permits for that. Yeah. Um, usually if it's kitchen cabinets, it just depends on what they're doing. You know, I may just have the plumber pull the permit if they're just changing out the sinks and sure. stuff like or removing the cabinets, putting in new cabinets and changing out sinks. Yeah. You know, or electrician. It just depends. Yeah. Okay. So it it just depends. But again, if you are in the situation where you're going to remodel a kitchen, it's not a bad idea to have a discussion over it. No, place. it's not. You know, come in, let's have a little pre-construction meeting, let me know what you're planning on doing, you know, if it changes in the future, you know, you can come back in and we can get on the same page. Well. That's what they shouldn't do, is be afraid to go talk to guys like you, because <laughs> you can help a lot. All right, you listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here at MCF, MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy Sloyd. My guest is Mike uh, Prestige. He's with the Flowood Building Department. We're going to take us a short break. We'll be back in just a few. Don't you go away. Uh, Handyman Show. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and If you're tired of looking at your tired old bath, Bath Fitter is offering their best savings of the year. $600 off or 36 months financing at 0% interest with every new complete bath system. You've been thinking about doing it and Bath Fitter wants to help make it happen with a $600 off or 36 months financing with no interest. Every Bath Fitter bath is designed to fit your life and now with unbelievable savings if it's your wallet too. It's their biggest savings of the year so don't miss it. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Some conditions apply. Visit bathfitter.com slash savings to get started. When did insurance companies start emailing handshakes? Who decided you can't have good rates and good coverage? If you're questioning your insurance options, get real answers from a real person. With a Farm Bureau Insurance Get Real Review. It's simple, quick, and tailored just for you. Get real auto, home, and life insurance. Get Farm Bureau Insurance. Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. When you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get great savings and round-the-clock protection, which is as beautiful as looking your firstborn child in the eyes for the first time. Well, that's a bit much. Maybe it's more like looking your second-born child in the eyes for like the third or fourth time. Point being, the savings and round-the-clock protection are really, really magical. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Boats, rods and reels, guns and clothing. Shop for all this and more at the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo. You'll find tractors, implements and more for the ag world. And a petting zoo for kids presented by Southern Ag Credit. See the latest trucks from Chevrolet, August 5th through 7th at the Trademark at the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Adult tickets, 12 bucks. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. All right, Bruce. That's enough, Bruce. 
Thank you, Bruce. Bye, Bruce. <laughs> Daniel got yeah, Daniel uh, playing a little uh, 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 Bruce Springsteen today, huh? Yeah, I just picked a song, picked an artist that I haven't really played in a while, so I just thought Bruce Springsteen. You know what I need you to do before I get back to Mike? I need you to just look up uh, some Jim Croce if you can find it on the on the because uh, during the music segment I want to talk a little bit about Jim Croce and that comes up at eleven o'clock, folks. So you got to, you've got to stay tuned for that. We'll talk. until then we're going to talk to Mike and talk about Flowood and uh, and but we may be specifically talking about Flowood, but basically it. It appeals to the entire state, uh, whether you're building in a community or even if you're building outside of a community uh, where you may not have the the building inspections and the building. You still should follow code. That's correct, yeah. Because, as you said earlier, the codes are there for a reason. Right. And you'd be surprised we have a few counties in the state that have no codes. Yeah. And... Well, they just don't have the money or the manpower to enforce it. So, you know, those counties are just kind of left out there on their own, whether people do it right or not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, things are getting more expensive. And I had a builder on here probably three or four weeks ago, and we were talking about residential construction because that's what he builds mostly. And he said, we're getting to the point where – as you well know, wafer board used to be like a seven dollar sheet deal. And nowadays, <laughs> right? It's, it's like expensive. it's very expensive. And he said, now what they're doing is using like a wafer board on the corners, and then they're using like a, a blackboard or whatever they can find to, to sheet the house in. Which yeah, they're looking to get that sheer on those corners. Yeah, and a lot of cities require sheer panels. We don't. As long as you got it. You know, as long as you use plywood. What's the difference between a shear panel and a regular panel? Uh, Simpson, I guess, Strong Ties makes a shear panel, which okay. attach. You know, it, it attaches a, to the base right at the uh, right. foundation, and it, it, to me, you get the same thing. I mean, in the old days, you put it on the corners and 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 you roofed your garage. You know, you put the plywood in the ceiling. Sure. And and you deck the uh, garage, and that gave you your shear. Yeah. So, well, how do you or the building department feel about hurricane clips everywhere? I we're not actually required to have them here, but I require them. I think they're great. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, building a house with hurricane clips everywhere not not just from the foundation to the sill plate to the, all I mean all the way up to make sure the roof is part of the structure that so that the whole thing becomes a uni or, or, or all by itself piece of construction yeah. instead of a roof set on top of a framing situation right so I like I like plywood clips myself well they're they're in they're I say inexpensive they might be a little more expensive now since everything's going up but yeah but compared to the you know, and it doesn't take long to put them on. And it doesn't. And a framer uh, who's framing a house can put them up in in what half a day. Do all of the the high, uh, hurricane clips that are necessary, and maybe spend a few hundred dollars more in getting the house done that way. But I think when he's done, or when they're done, they've got a better structure. Right. So I'm a I'm a total advocate of plywood clips, and I know I sometimes I'll catch some slack for uh, some. People just don't think they need them, right? And 
All you need to do is do some research on it and, and, and look at what a, a tornado will do to a house with hurricane clips or a house right next to it without hurricane clips. Right. It make a big difference. It make a big difference. The wind the wind and I agree. I agree yeah, with that. So, so but you require them yourself. I do yeah, we require them. That's I mean, I just started requiring them and then that's that's kinda like in our apartments. We do apartment inspections uh-huh. and they're not required by code to have a fire extinguisher in the uh kitchens but i started requiring them sure if they want me to release the utilities we've had three apartment fires and the fires were put out by the tenants by the tenant. before the fire department gets there so which is nothing but a good thing yeah and, and i always always say on the air that that you should have a fire extinguisher in your home up to date and make sure that everybody who's old enough who knows it it knows how to use it and knows where to spray it on a fire because there's certain areas you sure don't want to spray and just spread the fire because you can do that. You can actually a fire extinguisher may put it will put out a fire, but if you spray it wrong, you're not getting the job. And done. you make sure you get the ones for kitchens. That's mainly for grease fires. Right. I think nowadays that that pretty much fire extinguishers are being made with the A, B, C, D. That's right. Uh, uh, in them all, uh-huh. instead of just getting you know one or two of the different type. So that's a good thing. I think everybody should be aware of that. But uh, yeah, um, but a lot of building going on in Flowood, both residential and commercial. I see that all over the place. Um, there are certain subdivisions that are just brand new over there that are going crazy. We have several new subdivisions coming. Yeah, uh, really. That are going to just starting. It's yeah. amazing in this economy that people can think about building, but they still are. Yeah, they're still building. I'm, you know, with the interest rates rising, I'm wondering if there's going to be a cutoff point or a slowdown point. Yeah, um, I, th- my opinion is it'll get to the point where. Yes, we're going to see a rise in price with inflation. Yes, we're going to see a rise in in mortgage rates, and we're going to see a rise. But I really think after a period of time, we'll see that also level off and be coming down to a more standard pricing structure. But I don't think we'll ever see it to where it was. No, I I don't either. (laughs) That's... Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. but we've been through this before. Uh, back in what I, well, I asked him to pull up some Jim Croce during that period of time. I think interest rates were crazy; they were insane. Yeah, I, you know, when I first came to Flowood, but in two thousand eight, you know, we kind of went through a recession then. Building just slumped off to nothing, but right. we were still, we still had a lot of houses going on. Yeah, and. and uh, we had them in latter rain. Uh, there was some builders still building. Well, in and around the communities, in and around the Jackson area, whether you talk about Flowood or you talk about Pearl or you talk about Clinton or you talk about Ridgeland, uh, Richland, Ridgeland, Madison, they're desirable places to be. They really are. They 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 all have good school systems. Uh, they all have good. They care about their people. They have good police departments, good building departments, good fire departments, and, and they're just really people who are there to serve, and they do that very well. I think, yeah, that's what makes a great city, I think. I, th- I think you're right. Those. That is what makes a great city. It's not just uh, a, a political situation, but it's a situation where they the the people who are 
in charge of running the city will make sure that it's done correctly. He's telling me we don't have much time left. Is there anything we have not talked about that we need to talk about? Um, I, I, well, you asked me earlier about permits, if we require permits on roofs, and we don't unless you're uh, replacing decking. So. Now, is, does, when you say that, like when you go to replace a roof, you may find like one piece of damaged decking. Would, would you, you going to replace that? Would that require a permit? Mm, probably not. Okay. It's just one. But if they find a lot, you know, a lot of rot, yeah. then yeah. And then it's going to require make sure. We about run out of time. I appreciate you coming here and being part of it. I hope we can do it again because it's important that people know that the building department is not something to run from, but something to run to. That's right. And I think they can help you a great deal. Okay. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank I you. appreciate you very much being here with us. Mike. Prestige with the uh, Flowood Building Department. My name is Buddy Slork, the MCEF Studios here in Jackson. Take us a short break. We'll be back. And uh, you know what? We might talk about a little bit of music, so don't you go away. All right. You're right back. Buddy Slork. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. 
I'm Jared McHugh. Two Americans that are believed to have been fighting for Ukraine have been killed. We can confirm the recent deaths of two U.S. citizens in the Donbass region of Ukraine. We are in touch with the families and providing all possible consular assistance. Out of respect for the families at this difficult time, we have nothing further to add. And the Biden administration announcing more U.S. military aid and weaponry going to Ukraine. It includes 580 Phoenix Ghost drones, four more satellite-guided rocket launchers known as HIMARS, additional HIMARS ammunition, and 36,000 artillery rounds. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. Lowering gas prices may not necessarily be a good sign. They're lower because oil speculators see a recession coming. So they think demand is going to drop. What you really wanted to see is strong, robust demand and supplies going up. That's something this president Ooh. is not committed to doing. Um, and it's something that clearly OPEC countries don't want to help us with either. Fox Business News, Jackie DeAngelis. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As medical cannabis slowly works its way to Mississippi, marijuana cultivators as well as doctors and patients have begun to sign up for a medical marijuana card, but the number of registrants is lower than expected. Melvin Robinson from the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association tells us that he believes these numbers will go up as soon as product is introduced to the Mississippi market. I wouldn't say anything's working too slow. I do think patient numbers will uh, see an uptick uh, once you know pro more product becomes available. Uh, more product is actually being announced is being available soon. I think you'll see a uh, uptick in a lot more patient cards being uh, yep. issued and things like that. Um, we have to get more uh, providers online. And we're doing that now. Uh, the Department of Health has been uh, very good in making sure that uh, we're going to have providers here. The Mississippi State Department of Health estimates that medical marijuana will be available by the end of the year. My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Jackson County residents will have an opportunity to discuss the possible sale of Singing River Health System in a public hearing August 17th at 6 p.m. There are 3,500 employees working at several locations for the hospital system, the county's second largest employer. Jackson County Board of Supervisor President Randy Bosarge told WLOX they have to do something. Right now it has over uh, $70 million worth of uh, bond debt, and then it also has of uh, a uh, 60 to 70 million dollar pension liability debt. It's an issue that's affecting community-based hospitals across the country. From what I was told, there's already been five community-based hospitals in the country that have already closed since COVID because they just can't, or either they've been bought out by another hospital system a couple of Singing River Health System retirees are circulating petitions for a public vote. If they collect 1,500 signatures over 21 days, there will be a referendum on the ballot in November. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it. Back again. We're so far behind that I guess I better get going. I'm. I want to do music. I've got. Uh, I, we've got. To, I'm going to take a phone call here in just a second, and I want to answer some texts that come in very quickly, and then we'll get to music. I promise. Uh, one is some gentleman asked if he could put marine spar varnish on steps on the outside. And my answer or my opinion on that would be not to because they may end up being too slippery, particularly when they're wet. And that was his question. He said, will they probably be too slippery? And I think they will. So I would say marine spar varnish is not meant to go on like decks or steps on the outside. I hope I've answered your question as far as that's concerned. Now, um, let me tell you a little bit about Revel Hardware, one of those great, one of the greatest hardware stores you'll ever go into. Revel Hardware is a great store. Uh, they do a wonderful job. They have great service, uh, wonderful products, and uh, they have an outdoor power equipment center, which is amazing. Many stores in the central Mississippi area that are open from 7 in the morning till 6 in the evening, six days a week. Revel Ace Hardware. Uh, go there shopping one time and you'll go back again be one because the customer service is next to none it's as, as good as it gets and uh, they will tell you take you to the part of the store where the 
whatever you're looking for is available. And uh, they do many things at Revel that people are just unaware of, cutting screen wire and cutting glass and uh, just so many things they can help you with. Revel Ace Hardware, proud of their sponsorship. Just so ha- glad to have them as a sponsor on this Handyman Show. And uh, thank you, Revel. I appreciate it very much. And go see them today and tell me you heard about them right here on Super Talk. All right, our phone line, 888-808-8637. Going to Jackson and going to talk to Conrad, I believe. Uh, all right. Uh, welcome to the Handyman Show, Conrad. Thanks, Con. Oh, your Hi. name is Buddy. Thanks, Buddy. This is Conrad. <laughs> yeah. I spell it with a K, so it's a little different. How are you doing today, man? I'm great. How about yourself? <laughs> you know, I'm just... I'm just glad to talk to you. I've uh, <laughs> I've been dealing with some different things in my life. I've uh, I've recently come into a lifestyle that has had a lot of women in my life, um, whether it be coworkers or sisters or a new girlfriend. And I need your help. They have expectations for me, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure I know how to meet those without uh, getting some guidance from you. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it a little bit. Which, All right, first one. New girlfriend lives over near Eastover. Uh-huh. An older home that has been renovated since, but I'm pretty sure the structure, the windows, stuff like that, is the same since the original build, right? So, so yeah, okay. Okay. So, it is my job, probably this evening, so I need to learn quick, to make sure that I hang curtain rods properly where it doesn't rip the sheetrock out right. and I'm not messing I'm, I'm assuming it's wood windows. I don't, I don't know for sure. I should have probably checked before calling you. Um, but because you've been in Jackson for so long, I imagine you have a general idea of what style house I'm talking about. Sure. Give me some guidance to make sure that I don't make a fool of myself. Yeah. It's probably wood windows. I would expect in that area where they, they're older type homes. It probably is a wooden window. And wooden windows, like if you measure it from from the window frame itself, that would be like a three-eighths of an inch beyond the casing, or just before the, I'm sorry, where the casing hits the window, three-eighths of an inch there and three-eighths of an inch on the other side, you measure across, and it's like, let's say it's a 36-inch window. Well, that will require a 38-inch rough opening, which means... You want your curtain rod, particularly if it's a heavier type curtain, to go into a 2x4, and that's the best way to secure it. And the best way to do that is by knowing where your 2x4s are. And you can do that with a stud finder, which can sometimes really be helpful, and other times you may have to just do it with a tape measure and... uh, a lot of times what I've done is take little tiny finish nails and pound them through the sheetrock until I come up against the stud and say, oh, there it is. <laughs> and then I'll mount the sheet the uh, curtain hanger on that, and the other side I'll look for the stud the same way, either with the stud finder. Sometimes with a tiny little finish nail, I'll go pounding through the sheetrock because you can't hardly see the holes that they make. And that will help me okay. find the two by four, so that, so that I know that that curtain rod is going to be stable when it's hung. And then a lot of times, I don't use the uh, screws that have come with a lot of those mounting brackets for curtain rods. I use like a a, a, a galvanized sheetrock screw or something, or if it's not going to show anyway because it's going to be covered by curtain. So I'll use just a black sheetrock screw sometimes. But I always want to make sure that 
The Shiraxers bite a little better. Uh, they, they don't strip as much when you try to put them in, and they work. They really will hold something very tightly. So that's that's my suggestion. Okay. All right. That that handles priority one. Uh-oh. You mean there's more? I'll try to follow the execution. You got a minute for one more? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Priority two. Um, I have a coworker who asked me a question, and I pretended to know the answer. <laughs> but I have no clue. And I need... I really need you to make sure I know what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. All right, so as far as, like, getting your AC unit for a house serviced, not necessarily, you know, a new filter. Sure. But, like, getting it properly serviced where you're cleaning out your vents and all the goodness. How often are they supposed to do that? Well, there's a difference between getting it serviced and cleaning out your, your ductwork. Um, there's definitely a difference. When they service your equipment, they come and make sure that all of the mechanical equipment in there is working properly and make sure your Freon levels are up to speed. And that's actually the uh, companies who, serve, who do the service work say that they're, if you sign a contract with them, they'll service your unit twice a year, once before the air conditioning season and once before the heating system season. And that's important to do, particularly if you have a gas or propane-type heat. It's more important to do that than it is with electric, even though it's important to get your unit serviced because once it's serviced, then you're getting the most efficiency out of it. So. My recommendation is that a unit should be serviced at least annually, at least annually. And then as far as ductwork cleaning, that's a different, that's a whole different story. That, that can be done by a lot of the companies that do service work, but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's just different. It's, is that something that we really need to do or something we don't need to do, just get regular service? I think if you keep your filters changed on your return air regularly, every 30 days like you're supposed to, and you have a unit serviced on a regular, uh, you know, if you have a service contract, it's wonderful. They'll come and just take care of your unit like it should be. And then you know you're getting the best out of it. And basically speaking, at that point in time, you may not need your ductwork cleaned. You do you know any companies that do that around Jackson? Yeah, uh, I have a sponsor on this program that I have of great faith, and they do a great job. Uh, Pure Air Consultants, they're called a PAC, Pure Air Consultants, uh, and um, I even have their number. I'll be happy to give it to you if you want to write it down. Uh, it's six zero one. Uh, no, it's, oh, let's see, it's back here, back in this page. That's where it is. 601. Okay. Uh, 939-7420. 601-939-7420. Okay. Great company, Pure Air Consultants. Uh, uh, matter of fact, Mike Prestige from Flowood and I were just talking about Pure Air Consultants, and it's run by it's owned by Tony Groover. And I've known Tony for years and years, and he's just a good guy. And he and Nikki's been on the show so many times, uh, representing Pure Air Consultants. They're a great company. They really are. They are 100% service oriented. That's where their whole mindset is: service. Between me and you, and I'll let you be. All right, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for the call. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up another time on that deal. All, all right. right. Have a good one. Take care. Have a good day. All right. Um, wow. Let's talk a little bit about music. Well, I was going to talk about Jim Croce. A lot of people, you know, the younger generation isn't familiar with Jim Croce. Uh, he did so many great, great songs, many major hits. 
Uh, and as it is, as it goes, some of his major hits weren't some of my favorite Jim Croce songs. Uh, there are some of them that I think are absolutely fantastic. But Jim Croce died in 1973 in an airplane crash. And how that happened is he was flying from the Mississippi State College for Women in, in Columbus, Mississippi, to his next venue, which is, is in uh, Louisiana. And he flew there in a Beechcraft, two-engine two Beechcraft plane, uh, very nice on the inside. They, they had a, a qualified pilot doing the flying, and they landed. They did their show in Louisiana, and when they were taking off, they actually hit a tree on the way out, and, it, it, and that's really how he ended his life. But uh, my question is, what kind of songs would a guy like Jim Croce be writing today? Because back then, his songs were just so tremendous. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you talk about Alabama Rain, or you talk about If I Had a Name. Matter of fact, If I Had a Name, which is a great Jim Croce song, came out. I think after he died, it was released as a single, and then it went to number one in on the chart. So it was an amazing song. Jim Croce was an amazing artist, uh, and I, we can't seem to find if I had a name. It, it's it's a great song, or or time in a bottle. We couldn't find it either. It's another. There's so many good Jim Croce songs. As a matter of fact, I pull up the, a Jim Croce on my uh, Echo Dot at home, and. I'm just amazed at the the. It's 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 not an overproduced product by any means. It's like an acoustic guitar and a piano and another acoustic guitar and and very low key uh, and it kind of is a hangover from the uh, folk rock songer a singer songwriter type era, uh, but. I think Jim Croce today would write some tremendous material. People like Jim Croce and people like Harry Chapin, if he were around today, what would be some of the songs he'd be writing? And Dan Fogelberg. These are these are artists that did some wonderful, wonderful music back in the day and music that really had an effect on a lot of people. Uh, some of the best shows I've seen were those three people. I mean, they really were tremendous, tremendous shows. Uh, but... That's that's just me, but I think Jim Croce was was uh, an addition to society. And uh, Jim, we miss you. We know you're listening somewhere. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I just think Jim Croce is as good as they came at the time. Uh, from Alabama, by the way, uh, Jim Croce was. A lot of players uh, stayed at his house and co-wrote together. Uh, James Taylor was down there. Jimmy Buffett was down there. A whole bunch of people went to Jim Croce's house just to hang out and play. And, uh, and they did that down there. And they did a lot, They had a lot of fun and wrote some tremendous, tremendous songs. Tremendous. I mean, their songs are, are, are like, it's like listening to time travel. You can actually go to a different place in time when you listen to what they play because they play so well. And they have such great imaginations. Uh, one of my favorites, Jim Croce. I really enjoy it very much. All right. I guess we better get back to handyman stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. All right. Uh, a lot of texts coming, and we'll get to those in just a minute. But uh, I wanted to bring up something about, um, gosh, I, 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 so many things I was talking about. I was talking to a person the other day who had 
their house shingled at the same time I had my house re-shingled. They lived right next door. Same type shingles, same type of architectural type shingles, put on by two different crews. It wasn't too many years ago that I had this done. Uh, and it was uh, it was done because of insurance coverage, and theirs was done because of insurance coverage, done by storm damage. Since that time, I have not had problem one, because I knew very well the roofing contractor who put the roof on. I knew the guys who did it. And uh, they did a super job, and I know they did. I watched them, and and, uh, and being involved in roofing myself, I had a pretty good idea of how things should go. But they had a real good idea of how things should go. Well, the house next door, which had the same shingles on same that has now the same shingles on it, had to have half of their roof replaced like a month ago because they had leaks all over the place. And I really do believe that the problem exists in the installation of, that they didn't use the proper caulking, they didn't use the proper amount of nails, there's there's more to roofing than just slapping on a shingle and thinking you're done. That won't do it. You have to make sure all of your valleys are are sealed properly. And I like to go the extra step and use ice and water shield, which that's what they call it up north, but around here it's called something else. It's a, it's a great product, and I run it down all the valleys, and that gives you that extra layer of protection before you put on your felt paper. And nowadays... The best felt you can use is like a synthetic type felt as opposed to felt paper or tar paper. Uh, it's, it's just a better product than synthetic felt. It's lighter, it's easier to carry, it's easier to use, and it's just a much better, it makes a much better roof. So I really do believe that roofing must be done 100% correctly or you're going to have problems. And problems or something, particularly on roofing. Roofing is like one of the first lines of defense against Mother Nature in our house. When you talk about roofing, it has to be done right, and the caulking must be done correctly. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. I would dare say, if you look at 10 different roofs, you might get five of them that are done correctly, and then you'll have five of them that are just done. And maybe not everything that should have been covered is covered. Uh, And that's the way, and a lot of people talk about going and looking up in the attic at your drainage pipes and your drainage areas and see water spots around your plywood where the where the uh, uh, boots are leaking. Well, they're leaking for two reasons: one, either the boots have failed and have cracked and failed or they hadn't been caulked properly to begin with. And that's the biggest problem that most people have, is not caulking properly to begin with. All right, here, well, here comes Jim Croce, and we're going to take us a short break. You're listening to Buddy on the MCEF Studios, uh, and MCEF is the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, and we're going to talk about them in just a little while, and, and then we'll also have a guest on board. That, uh, my uh, Jerry Clark is going to be here with Clark Construction. So don't you go away. You listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk.
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. When you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get great savings and round-the-clock protection, which is as beautiful as looking your firstborn child in the eyes for the first time. Well, that's a bit much. Maybe it's more like looking your second-born child in the eyes for like the third or fourth time. Point being, the savings and round-the-clock protection are really, really magical. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
back again. My name is Buddy Slork at the MCEF Studios, and my guest this segment is going to be Jerry Clark with Clark Construction. Hi, Jerry. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I have no idea. I didn't know it was going to rain like it did when I came I had in. no idea either. I got soaked coming because <laughs> I didn't bring my ring, ring gear with me. Um, it, it shot half my workday today. Yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, Jerry, just bear with me a second. I want to do a little blurb on MCEF. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, and they are just a fantastic fantastic organization for sure i've had uh, uh them on here before we've talked about and they're going to be on regularly but right now they're in the middle of their enrollment period where you can actually go to their site that's at the mcef.net and everything you need to enroll in classes is available there it'll tell you exactly how forms are there to fill out it'll tell you how much it's going to cost what's required uh and your education level is pretty much irrelevant uh, with what they do because they want to train you in a specific area whether it be welding or electrical or construction um, and they work very hard they want to work very hard in preparing people in this state for the construction industry and that's what MCEF is all about so check out their site and check out everything on their site not just you know, if you're interested in getting involved in the construction industry, that is definitely the way to go. MCEF. They talk about not only training, but they talk about a lot of the trade schools that are around, a lot of even in high schools where you can start learning, getting towards this situation as well. So uh, look up that site and check it out, mcef.net. All right. Well, I th- Jerry. I think that's an absolutely wonderful I think, yeah, there's somebody that cares about the construction industry and the future of this state is like, I think they're on the right train. <laughs> well, you and I have talked several times about, you know, there's just not enough people in our business. No. And, you know, they are, if they, you know, and we have to pay to train them. Yeah, right. But this, they're coming out of this program already trained. Already trained. And uh, it, it sure does help uh, people like me. Yeah. Tremendously. Yeah. yeah. Tremendously. Yeah. And... From guests on this program, I've also learned that the the Mississippi Correction Institute, which has changed its thinking on the way prisoners should be uh, dealt with, is beginning to train people as well and make them ready for the construction or any industry at all. And they're doing that more than going to prison now isn't just a punishment. It's an area where you can actually grow and learn and become a solid member of society and actually maybe get a decent paying job there and there are a lot of highly qualified men and women that have uh had the bad luck right of uh being incarcerated but they they know what they're doing and yeah. it, it's nobody will give them a chance nobody when, will give them a chance and that's the problem you know these guys that get out of prison they don't have any anywhere no, anyone that'll hire them right um, you know, uh, and and they just don't have anywhere to go, uh, and that's why a lot of them, you know, wind up back in the system. Right, exactly. But um, you know, and uh, I, in my opinion, the legislatures also need to work on uh, allowing some of these people uh, to be non-classified. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because some of them are stuck in the system. For strange reasons, yeah. <laughs> but all right, let's get let's get talking about what you guys do. Uh, you've got a company that does every type of remodeling that's absolutely imaginable, including additions and mostly 
uh, remodeling kitchens and baths and 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 my specific question to you is like let's talk a little bit about wood flooring if you will <clears throat> and i have opinions on it uh, i think wood flooring is a great product but i also think that you have to be careful when you're buying it because you can get into a product that isn't so great and i want to hear what you have to say about that uh it, what you just said is so true um i love hardwood floors yes uh always have the um uh, if you buy an older home people are talking about you know taking the floors up or you know to put something else down right and uh when i when i hear that i just cringe i it just um, they think that they're going to get a better floor, right? And they're not. A solid wood, oak floor, yeah. In my opinion, you can't beat it. You cannot. All you got to do is just take care of it. Yeah. And that might be the problem. They're just not wanting to take care of it. Right. Um, the engineered flooring. Uh, there are some very good engineered floors. Uh, in my opinion, it. Uh, if you pay a little bit more, you're going to get a lot better product. Uh, if you pay, if you find some on sale for you know a super low price, uh, I would run. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to just don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I am of the same opinion that any kind of cheaper wood flooring or, or inexpensive wood flooring is going to cause you tr problems down the road uh, because one. When it's put down, it may look okay, but it's got a real thin finished surface on it right. and if you just scratch it or buff it at all or even sand it one time to put another finish on it you're going to get go through the finish coat and actually end up in laminates that just don't look the same well that's true and and sometimes when you break that uh the top finish coat right uh you don't have anything down below it except for press wood right now if you get a good true engineered flooring right uh it's going to have layer after layer of wood yeah. or uh, imitation wood not the press board right and that's that's a huge difference right there now i have a lot of people ask me or they say that they want to just sand, sand down the engineered floor and and you know restain it refinish it and that really cannot be done yeah uh, you can't sand it to do that because if you sand it you're going to break through the the, the uh, finished layer but those floors can be rejuvenated so to speak just by maintenance uh with uh, the proper buffing and maybe butcher's wax or something of that nature and brought back to look really really good uh they can they really can and and that's you know a lot of people uh, they may move uh -huh. and where their furniture was uh the the feet of the furniture may have scratched uh, the surfaces or anything sure but there are ways that you can take and fix that, and you would be the only one that knows where where it was. Right, exactly. So, I, yeah, that's. I, I want to discuss that a little bit. But uh, so many people nowadays are just trying to improve their baths because for years in the past, uh, when they first got into putting fiberglass into bathrooms, the quality of it wasn't really what it should be, and a lot of it is like inferior products, I think, and they need to be changed out. That can be a hassle. Uh, it can be. Uh, if you want to, if you're going to need to pull a, a fiberglass tub, um, it's uh, it's more work than what most people think. Right. Um, you're going to have to, you know. 
get the tub out. It depends on what kind of uh, walls you have also. Right. Um, you may have to take the walls completely out. Yeah, a lot of a lot of houses that were built back in the day, uh, as much as even 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, the backing board was like a green board sheetrock or a sheetrock that a lot of people think is water resistant, uh, waterproof, and it's not. It's It was meant to be water resistant, but if it gets water consistently on it, it's going to decay. It's going to decay, especially if you have um, uh, tile right. on it. Um, then the tile, if you get a, um, a crack in tile, your grout isn't kept up, and right. you get an opening in your grout. Uh, eventually, the the, uh, the green board or drywall, which I see a lot, yeah. is uh, consistently getting wet, and eventually it's just going to kind of crumble, and your tile is going to fall off. Yeah. Um, and trying to find a new tile or to fix it, yeah. it can be fixed, but the tile, finding a new tile is going to be almost impossible. Yeah, just about. I mean, you may think it's the same color, and then when you put it up, you find out it's not quite the same. <laughs> I, um, we did a, um, a repair job not too long ago um, in uh, North Jackson, that uh, small house, but they moved, they're going to rent it out. So they just wanted to fix. The, the problem where the hole was basically and uh, I told him that we can't couldn't find the uh, the tile well I found one but it was a bright white and theirs had the little black flecks and things in it yeah uh, they said oh that's okay we're just going to paint it anyway and I said have you ever painted tile before <laughs> really? and they said no and I said well you need to use an epoxy paint yeah and uh, they said, what's that? And I said, oh, oh here we go. <laughs> I wonder what they were going to paint it with. <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen that, and it doesn't, after a short time, it doesn't look pretty. No, I, even using an epoxy paint's got its drawbacks a little bit, so to speak. It's good. It's not bad. I prefer to have it done by a professional with their epoxy, with their system of resurfacing. Mm -hmm. I think it's a better system. It's it's a little more expensive, for sure, than doing it yourself with an epoxy, but I think you get a better deal out of it. You can resurface tubs. You can resurface – I mean – but there's no sense in resurfacing a fiberglass tub that's turned yellow because it's not – or beginning to crack a little bit. Yeah, and and a difference between fiberglass tubs, if most people just go to a box store and they get one. Right. But there are actually two different kinds of fiberglass uh, bathtubs. You have one that you're going to find in the box store. Three to five years, you're going to start noticing some discolorations. Sure. It is because it is not a true fiberglass. It's all the way through. Um, It's other materials. And after cleaning, after cleaning, after cleaning, that that, uh, outer layer is worn off. Sure. Just like a, a, a floor. Right. But if you get the true fiberglass, it's going to be uh, consistent all the way through. Right. You will not get that discoloration. You get the discoloration, people say, I can't get it clean. What, what can I use? I, there's nothing you can use. Yeah, once, it permanently looks like that. Yeah, once you – I mean, if you get a good fiberglass unit and you get it from a plumbing supply house or a, a place of that nature mm-hmm. – or, or, or even a bath showroom, they have a better product than and and I'm I hate knocking the big box stores because they are so useful. They are really they really have a good use. But but there's some things you shouldn't be buying there. That's correct. Uh, and, and and that's why there's specialty stores for 
for things like tubs and things like uh, even doors and windows. I don't, I don't and flooring. I don't. I think you should go to a flooring specialist and find that. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people that will go to uh, you know one of the box stores and said, "Well, I picked something out there. Uh, just needs you to install it." Which yeah. I, which I'll do. Sure. Um, that's not a problem. But I also recommend they go to a couple different suppliers that I recommend, and they'll find a difference in it. And a lot of times they can find a better product for the same amount of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, going to a person that specializes in flooring and will that has a showroom and, and will do that type of thing you will get a better product as far as i'm concerned than you would get at a big box home center again, That's true. again not not again not knocking the i i mean i go into a big box home center enough myself i know they're good it's a good place to buy coffee I, I, i'm in them every day yeah several so, times a day so so hey guys we're not knocking you at all just that some of your stuff doesn't cut it, <laughs> and you know it too. <laughs> but so we're not talking about anything they don't know about. That's true. All right. Um, before we get too far along, let's get some number out for you. Uh, number is six zero one two one four nine four six three six zero one two one four nine four six three. I'd also like to to mention, if you don't mind, buddy, no. um, my um, computer system was hacked a few months back. Uh, I've had to completely change all my emails. God. Had to get two new computers. Um, it, it's uh, it was a disaster. But with all that said, I've had to change my email address. Yeah. And um, if people are trying to contact me through the old uh, email, it's I can't even get in it. Yeah. I, because they they somebody's got the password and I don't. Right. Uh, so uh, if anyone is trying to contact me through email, please just give me a call. At 601-214-9463. All right. And, and do, man, hacking is such a big deal nowadays. Everywhere. It's, Everywhere. It's it's the the um, most stressful uh, time of my life in trying to get rid of it and time-consuming. It's it's horrible. Well, how long will it be before machines take over the whole world? <laughs> well, well, this isn't a sci-fi show. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. And maybe, uh, maybe Daniel can tell us something about sci-fi shows, but right now we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but at any rate, any sort of remodeling whatsoever is, is what your company does. Yes, sir, pretty much. We, uh, we can do anything from your uh, roof on down on the outside and on the inside, anything from your attic down to the foundation. I do not do foundation work, but yeah. I can recommend to yeah. people. Right. Can you hang with us? Sure, I'd love to. All right, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to The Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios here, and uh, we're broadcasting from the uh, Super Talk, uh, Super Talk, and we'll be here until 12 o'clock, which is, I think, one segment away. Yes, it is one segment away. So you stick with us. Be right back. Buddy Slork, Rock and Roll Handyman. Don't go away.
TV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. If you're tired of looking at your tired old bath, Bath Fitter is offering their best savings of the year. $600 off or 36 months financing at 0% interest with every new complete bath system. You've been thinking about doing it and Bath Fitter wants to help make it happen with a $600 off or 36 months financing with no interest. Every Bath Fitter bath is designed to fit your life and now with unbelievable savings if it's your wallet too. It's their biggest savings of the year so don't miss it. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Some conditions apply. Visit bathfitter.com slash savings to get started. When did insurance companies start emailing handshakes? Who decided you can't have good rates and good coverage? If you're questioning your insurance options, get real answers from a real person. With a Farm Bureau Insurance Get Real Review. It's simple, quick, and tailored just for you. Get real auto, home, and life insurance. Get Farm Bureau Insurance. Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Jackson, Mississippi. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-341-8735 now. 
Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-341-8735. That's 800-341-8735. What do you have to lose? Call 800-341-8735. Again, 800-341-8735. Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here, Super Talk Mississippi, from the MCEF Studios. We're doing the Handyman Show. I want to answer a couple questions. We had a question from Chris in Oxford a while ago. He said he had a uh, a three-month air conditioning filter that he bought, or that he knew of. I don't know whether he bought it or not. He used it. Um, and I'll give you my opinion on that right away. Don't do it. Uh, I don't. I don't. And I. I don't. What anybody says. My opinion is an air conditioning filter should be changed every thirty days. I don't care what type you have. And then, having said that, I also don't think you need to buy a really expensive type air conditioning filter that is going to stop too much air flowing to your unit and actually damage your unit in the long run. I think you need a less expensive unit uh, a filter, and and just change it on a regular basis. And I think the the, the three month filter that's supposed to the last three months, I would stay away from that, and I don't think it's going to do the trick. And do you have an opinion on that, Jerry? I do. I, I, have a, a <laughs> I good, do. <laughs> I had a good friend a long time ago. He's now retired. That uh, was in the air conditioning business, and he said he told me that uh, to stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, just get a, a basic filter, change it every day. Yeah. Now my son designs change every month. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, every month. My my son designs AC uh, system mainly commercial, uh-huh. but um, they recommend the company is he's with is is one step up from the basic, right? A pleated filter, but not the big heavy duty one. Okay, still change it every thirty days. Right. If you get the big heavy HEPA filters and all this, uh, they might stop more more germs or whatever's going to spread. But they're going to wear out your your unit a whole lot faster too, because sure. they're make they're going to make the the unit work harder to get the same airflow. So it won't do the trick. Yeah, I agree. All right, so I hope we've answered your question there, uh, Chris from Oxford. All right, thank you for uh, the text. We appreciate it. Um, take a minute. I better take a minute to tell you about Atlas Foundation. Atlas Foundation does slab foundations. They repair them. They don't build them. They repair them. Uh, if you have a problem with your slab foundation, you call Tony Arpino. He's an engineer. He understands foundations, and he can. He understands the soils here in the state that. We have a lot of different soil here in Mississippi. We really do. But he understands where they are and where some of the veins of that Yazoo clay run or the, the clay run, and, and he can really help you a great deal. Call Atlas Foundation at 1-800-256-1010. That's 1-800-256-1010. Tony Arpino, Atlas Foundation. You won't be sorry you gave him a call. He can really help you out. Give him a buzz. All right. Well, Jerry, um, what, what are you involved in today or uh, this week as far as uh, remodeling is concerned? 
Well, uh, probably the, the the largest. Well, it's not the largest, but the the one thing that we have coming up is we're going to uh, change a sunken family room into being non sunken. Huh. It's going to be level all the way across. Um, we're not going to pour concrete. It would take, oh my gosh, at least two truckloads of concrete to right. fill this void. So, you know, we're going to go in, um, use some uh, two by sixes. Yes. The angle is, is there every one, every two by six is going to have to have an angle on it. Uh, it's just I've done that before, by the way. That's just, not fun. Just the floor is, you know, not conducive to run straight two by sixes. Right. So we're going to have to do that. And then uh, we're going to refloor the whole house. Yeah. Uh, this house is one of those that has the very inexpensive, um, uh, I don't even call it engineered wood, it's, or engineered for it. And it's just some that's all press board with a thin layer on top. Sure. And um, I think uh, the homeowners probably put it down, and it looks absolutely horrible. Yeah. So it's all anyway uh we have that um doing some um right now we're changing out a hot water heater to a tankless system yeah um love tankless oh tankless is definitely a good system you know they said they just wanted to put a new water heater in and i said how many children do you have and yeah. they said five and i said you really need to go to tankless sure route. it'll cost you a little more up front now but it'll save you a whole lot of headaches yeah, to, to me, it just makes so much sense, and I've said this so many times on the air, that, that to keep 80 gallons or 50 gallons of water hot the whole time, 24-7, just is not a – and then they decided to start putting them up in attics or up a little higher, and that's nothing but trouble. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing but trouble. And tankless water heater takes all the trouble of that away. It does. Uh, I love them. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I think they're one of the greatest things around. So, but the change out isn't like a hey anybody can do. Uh, not really. You have to build a a, fran, a stand for it to be on. You still have to have a pan down below. Most people don't think that you have to have a pan below it, but you do. Right. And if you even if you look at the codes, uh, every one of them will say you have to have a drain pan up underneath it. Yeah. Um, but they um, once you learn how to hook them up, it's a whole lot better. The exhaust systems for them now is a whole lot better than it used to be. There were one or two brands where you had to buy their uh, vent pipe. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Uh, and trust me, I found out the hard way. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, they now. I think they're all PVC pipe exhaust. Uh, they work really well. Really yeah. well. Uh, I know you work in a lot of different communities in and around the central Mississippi area, and I had uh, Mike Prestige on a little earlier from the Flowood Building Department, and we were talking about building permits. How often do you get involved with going to a building department and and seeing what the actual requirements for the situation are? Uh, most of the time, I know what the what the codes <clears throat> yes. call for. Uh -huh. um, the most of the, if we're going to do a large addition, yes, uh, definitely have to get a permit. Yeah, no in if hands and butts about it. Right. If we're going to um, you know remodel a bathroom 
uh, there's really not a whole lot that we need to you know, go in and get a permit for. Sure. Maybe you have to get a, a, a plumbing permit yeah. or something like that. But other than that, other than that, there's usually not anything uh, that we get, need get to it, get. Giddy up, go. Forward. And uh, another thing to be said is if you are building an addition onto your home, not only should you be concerned with the building permit department, but you should also, if you're building in the subdivision, be aware of the covenants and get in touch with the building committee in that yeah. The subdivision and find most, out most uh, HOAs. Uh-huh. Um, you are required to have their approval before you even go try and get a permit. Right. Because if you go to permit office, they're going to ask you, uh, "Do you have HOA approval?" I haven't seen anything come through. Because Define HOA. Uh, uh, homeowners Association. Okay. <laughs> and uh, trust me, there are some in uh, in the surrounding area that um, if you try to do something and they have not been contacted, uh, they will call permanent office and they will have it stopped immediately. Shut you down in a heartbeat. They will. And they don't require, um, I heard a gentleman saying that uh, really doesn't, most of them don't need a set of prints, right. but they will need to have a drawing of what your addition is going to look like. Sure. And, and, and Mike and I did talk about that a little bit, mm-hmm. about the difference between a a drawing by an architectural firm or engineering firm as opposed to just a hand drawing. You can actually get away with doing a hand drawing on a smaller project. Yes, on most most projects that I would be involved in, yes, you can get away with a a drawn diagram. Jerry, we about run out of time. Get your number out there again. 601-214-9463. Jerry Clark at 601-214-9463. I'm telling you, if you need a a remodeling contractor, there's nobody better you can call to get an estimate, uh, to get to even talk with about your situation. Jerry will help you so very much. Give him a call. You'll be happy you did. And I appreciate you being here, Jerry. Have a great day. Thanks, buddy. You do. Same. Stay dry. All right. You listen to the uh, Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. And uh, about time to wrap it up and go to the house. And... uh, Have a great weekend. I hope you do. I hope you have a great weekend, Daniel. And I'll see you guys next week right here at Super Talk. See you later. We're on our way to Boston to get some clam chow. Bye-bye. Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. 
We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? What? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 